Most of us believe that we alone survived because we never had any company in the first place. According to this thinking, we evolved serially from a single procession of gifted ancestors, each replacing the previous model once evolution had gotten around to getting it right. And so we moved step by step, Aristotle called this the great chain of being, improving from the primal and incompetent to the modern and perfectly honed. Given that view, it would be impossible for us to have any contemporaries. Who else could have existed except our direct and extinguished antecedents? And where else could it all lead except to us, the final perfect result? This turns out to be entirely wrong. Of the twenty-seven human species that have so far been discovered, and we are likely yet to discover far more, a considerable number of them lived side by side. They competed. Sometimes they may have mated. More than once, one variety likely did others in, either by murdering them outright or simply out-competing them for limited resources. We are still scrounging and scraping for the answers, but learning more all the time. If we hope to place our arrival on the scene in any sort of perspective, it's a good idea to remember that every species on Earth, and every species that has ever lived on Earth, by some estimates thirty billion of them, enjoyed a long and checkered past. Each came from somewhere quite different from where it ended up, usually by a circuitous and startling route. It's difficult to imagine, for example, that the blue whales that now swim the world's oceans, great leviathan submarines that they are, were once furry, hoofed animals that roamed the plains south of the Himalayas 53 million years ago, or that chickens and ostriches are the improbable descendants of dinosaurs, or that horses were once small-brained little mammals not much taller than your average cat with a long tail to match and the Pekingese lapdogs that grace the couches of so many homes around the world can trace their beginnings to the lithe and lethal gray wolves of northern Eurasia. The point is, behind every living thing lies a captivating tale of how the forces of nature and chance transformed them step by genetic step into the creatures they are today. We are no exception. You and I have also come to the present by a circuitous and startling route, and once we were quite different from the way we are now. Theories about our ancestry have been amended often because new discoveries about how we came into existence keep emerging, several times, in fact, while this audiobook was being written. But however it played out in the details, we know this— For every variety of human that has come and gone, including those we think we have identified as our direct predecessors, it has been a punishing seven million years. Survival has always been a full-time job and the slipperiest of goals. It still is for most humans on the planet. More than four billion people, nearly two-thirds of the human race, subsist each day on less than two dollars. But luckily— for you and me at least, while evolution's turbulent dance rendered the last line of non-homo sapiens DNA obsolete 11,000 years ago, it allowed ours to continue until finally, of all the many human species that had once existed, we found ourselves the last ape standing.